Welcome to r slash, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is r slash am I the butthole, and next, a word from our sponsors. Am I the butthole for logging into my friend's email account and declining her university's offer of admission? Please don't judge until you've read everything. I promise you that there's much more to this than what the title says. Why is it that every single time there's a horrible title and a sentence that says, please don't judge until you've read the whole thing? OP turns out to be a huge butthole. Let's see if this post is any different. Also, in this post, OP refers to places like Country X and Country Y, but just to make the story easier to listen to, I'm going to replace them with United States and Canada, even though nothing in this post actually specifies that these are the countries she's talking about. Ever since I was a child, I always dreamed of studying abroad. We all know the benefits of studying abroad, and I'm sure if I don't take advantage of this now, I will forever regret it later on. Luckily for me, my parents are financially stable and can afford sending me abroad in order to gain such an invaluable experience. However, there's one catch. That is, I must go with a friend of mine as they won't send me there alone. I thought this wasn't a problem since I've been planning to go with my friend to the United States. This month, things changed. My friend and I applied to two universities in different countries. One of them doesn't have a limit on the number of students it can accept, but the other one does. My friend got accepted to both of them, but I only did to one. Both of them are good universities, and objectively, one is not better than the other, but their education system does differ. When my friend got accepted to the university in Canada, she told me that there's a possibility she'll go there instead, as she has relatives there that will allow her to stay in their house without her having to pay rent. I was heartbroken by the news. How could she do this to me? She knows how much I want to study abroad and is well aware of the fact that my parents will not let me go alone. I told my parents about this and they assured me that if there's no other person I can go with, then I'll be studying here instead. I couldn't let this happen. Although she didn't say she's going to do it for sure yet, I need a definite answer or else I'll keep being stressed about it. My friend once told me her password on a game we play, and I tried to see if she has the same password for her email, and it turns out she does. So I logged in and rejected her admission offer and logged out. My friend still doesn't know this, but she will soon. I told my parents about it to assure them that my friend will now be going with me, but they got so upset at me, and are now threatening me that they're going to call my friend's parents and tell them what I did. I begged them not to, but they're not listening. They want to do it in case she can still email the university. In the end, I told them to let me tell her instead, and they agreed to it, although I don't think I will. Now that you guys know why I did this, do you still think I'm the butthole here? How is it my fault for being forced to go with a friend? OP, I want to be clear about this. I don't want to be overly harsh because if I'm super insulting, then I don't think you'll actually listen to my words here. But without exaggeration, you get 5 out of 5 buttholes. What you did was a deep violation of your friend's trust. You can't just make major life decisions for someone else just because you prefer it the other way. And on top of that, you could actually be criminally liable from this. Down in the comments, people are talking about a case where this guy broke up with his ex-girlfriend, and then his pissed-off girlfriend logged into his account and rejected the scholarship, which was worth a lot of money. So when he found out, he sued her and won. So now the ex-girlfriend owes this guy $260,000 in damages. So yeah, your friend definitely can, and in my opinion, should try to sue you. 
especially if there was any scholarship money involved in this offer. OP, I think the absolute best case scenario for you in this situation is to tell your friend immediately. Pray that somehow she can fix this and still go to that college. And then, I wouldn't be surprised if your friend never speaks to you again for the rest of your life. Am I the butthole for having pot cookies out in the open in my own home? And for a little bit of extra context on this story, this takes place in Canada where weed is legal. This is an ongoing situation, and I'm currently writing this as my niece is having a full-on meltdown, so I apologize for any mistakes. Today was my day off, and I decided to whip up a batch of pot cookies. Cookies that have weed extract in them, so I can snack on them for the weekend. After they finished baking, I left them out on a cooling tray so they can set. Just as I finished cleaning up the kitchen, I hear the doorbell and went to answer, and surprise surprise, it's my sister with 8-year-old niece and husband. It's been a while since I've last seen them, so it was a happy surprise. I let them in with the smell of cookies still in the air, and my niece goes bolting towards the kitchen. I instantly go chasing her, and as I round the corner to the kitchen, my niece has just grabbed a cookie and was about to eat it. Quick on my feet, I swooped in and grabbed the cookie out of her hands, saying that these were adult cookies, which caused my niece to start freaking out. My sister followed in, and I explained to her that these cookies had pot in them, and assured her that I was able to take the cookie away from my niece before she had eaten any. She instantly blows up at me, saying I shouldn't have pot cookies out when there are kids in the house. I explained how I had just finished baking them, and they were setting, and the fact that I didn't expect any children to be around. I'm a single man, no kids. She asked if I had anything that wasn't laced, and unfortunately, I didn't. By this point, the niece has locked herself in the bathroom and is crying. My sister gave me a big old lecture about having drugs in the reach of kids, while I stand on the premise of there wouldn't be an issue if I'd even known they were planning on dropping by today. She called me a huge irresponsible butthole, and I responded, Well, if you taught your daughter not to just grab stuff, we wouldn't be in this mess. She left to try to get the niece out of the bathroom, and I'm just sitting here typing this. Am I really the butthole here? Like, I can understand not having drugs out in the open with kids around, and I never would, if I had known there were going to be kids around. So, let me get this straight. The first thing your niece did when you opened the door was rush past you, grab something that wasn't hers so she could eat it, and then when she was told no, she locked herself in the bathroom? This doesn't really seem like normal behavior, even for an 8-year-old. The kid sounds spoiled, and it sounds like the parents aren't setting proper boundaries for the kid. Even if they were normal cookies and not pot cookies, the kid really should have asked you for permission first. OP, you get 0 out of 5 buttholes. What you are doing in the privacy of your own home is perfectly acceptable. But your sister sounds pretty entitled to expect you to bend over backwards to accommodate her with 0 notice. I'm giving her 2 out of 5 buttholes. She kinda sounds like an entitled Karen in the making. Our next Reddit post is from Romanian Witch. I'm a 27-year-old female, and I've been married with my husband, 32, for 3 years, and have been dating for a little over 5. My husband has a 31-year-old female friend, Mary. They've known each other since they were in high school, and she's considered one of the boys, if you will. That basically means she's always invited to all the fishing trips and stuff, which I don't mind at all. I trust my husband. Well, my problems with Mary started when she first found out that I'm half Romanian. It started kinda innocently, with her asking me to say certain words, teach her some insults, etc., which didn't necessarily bother me. But it usually put me on the spot whenever we were out with my husband's group of friends. 
It only escalated to her Googling stuff about Romania and asking, Are you a vampire? Do you bite your husband by the neck? To, are you a gypsy? I bet you got some of that gypsy blood in you, which is just blatantly racist. Last week, me and my husband organized a mini barbecue with our friends and Mary was invited by my husband despite me telling him that she makes me uncomfortable. He said that he talked to her about her remarks and she's been understanding so it's unlikely she'll say something this time. It was midnight and there were about four of us left and I accidentally spilled some red wine on Mary's jeans when I tripped over a carpet. All hell broke loose. Mary started saying that I am a witch and trying to ruin her life and this whole thing is part of my ritual. And I'm just a immigrant gypsy trying to ruin my husband's life. And I poisoned my husband against her. I started crying and profusely apologizing. When she wouldn't drop it, I kicked her out and banned her from ever coming to my house again. Am I the butthole for doing this? My husband insists that Mary was just drunk and talking nonsense and he would talk to her. He also told me that I'm way too sensitive about my heritage and I'm an a-hole for banning her. Mary has since given me a half-hearted apology, but I'm still not okay with her. OP, you get 0 out of 5 buttholes. I'm in an interracial marriage and if my friends came over to my house and started saying racist things to my wife, then my wife wouldn't have to kick them out of the house. Because I would kick them out of the house. I'm giving Mary 3 out of 5 buttholes for being a racist jerk and your husband 2 out of 5 buttholes for not standing up for you. Am I the butthole for walking out of my father's funeral? Important info. I'm married to a lovely mixed race man and we have a 2 year old. I cut contact with my family about 5 years ago, mostly due to my mother's narcissistic behavior and her being pretty darn racist. She hated me dating my now husband and the rest of my family condoning her behavior. Most of my other relatives cut ties with my family before I was born or shortly after. I'm thinking it's, once again, because of my mother. The only one that kept in touch was my one aunt from my father's side. This happened yesterday. Last Friday, I got a call from my aunt that my dad got into an accident two days prior and didn't make it. He died on impact, apparently. She'd asked me if I'd heard anything from my family, to which I replied no. It's important to note that I've been using the same cell phone number and email since I was 18 or so. She figured they forgot and asked me if I wanted to come to the funeral. After a few minutes of thinking, I told her I'd come if my family was okay with it and if my aunt wanted me to. I explained to her that I wouldn't be going for myself or for my father or family. I would just be going to support my aunt. She said she'd want me there as she'd have no other support and called me later to tell me that my family was okay with me coming. So, yesterday was the day of the funeral. The past few days, I didn't hear a single thing from my family. When I got to the location, my family members jumped right on top of me, telling me how happy they were that I came, and that we should go to dinner, and told me all kinds of stories about things that happened in the last five years. They basically acted like those five years didn't happen, and that we weren't there for a funeral. I know that grieving does things to people, so I let it slide and played along, but it made me feel really uneasy and I made sure not to give any details about my own family or job, as they know nothing about that and I wanted to keep it that way as it was not the time and place for an argument about my husband. During the ceremony, they insisted I sat next to my mother. Everything started out okay, but when it was time for speeches, my family insisted I'd speak. I quietly told them no, that I had nothing prepared, but they didn't accept it. 
So I got up and quickly said, he'll be missed, and sat down again. They visibly were not happy with me, and my mother started shouting at me, telling me I was a worthless B-word, that I'd always treated them without any respect, and that I was a B-word for not giving an actual speech about how amazing my father was in front of the 150 people that had shown up. So I looked at her for a few seconds, mostly trying to figure out what the hell just happened, stood up, told her to enjoy the rest of her day, and walked out. My husband told me I did the right thing, and he was proud of me for keeping my cool instead of starting a shouting match. So was my aunt. But I've been bombarded with messages from people who say that I went too far. Am I the butthole? No, OP. I'm giving you 0 out of 5 buttholes. And I'm definitely starting to understand why you went no contact with everyone other than your aunt. Who yells at the daughter of a dead man during a funeral? Am I the butthole for going no contact with my parents after learning they'd lied to me about my allergies all my life? Hey everyone, I'm 19 years old and my parents are in their 50s. For as long as I can remember, I've been allergic to several things. Dairy, wheat, flour, gluten, and legumes. Since I was a young child, my parents have completely kept all of them out of our house. While other kids ate breakfast cereals, I ate fish and assorted pickled vegetables for breakfast. While other kids had Lunchables, I had grilled chicken or fish with, again, assorted vegetables, usually sweet potatoes. While other kids ate birthday cake at their birthday party, I had an apple. I never questioned this until a couple of months ago. I was at my aunt's house for my birthday party, and she made brownies for everyone. For me, she took great steps to make them with almond flour and avoided all of my allergies. I started eating them and thought little of it until my aunt suddenly looked at me and, in a panicked way, asked which plate I took the brownies from. I pointed at the one that I got my brownies from and she immediately stood up and told me to get my EpiPen. She raced to ask my mother for it and I sat there scared out of my mind because I'd never mistakenly eaten flour before. I noticed that my mother had calmed her down and then she said that we don't have to worry because she had switched the plate of brownies. And after all, I'd eaten the ones made with the almond flour. I found this incredibly odd because really, why would she swap the plates? That doesn't even make sense. But for the time being, I let the issue rest. It didn't sit well for me for about a week and I finally went to get an allergy test. The doctor started with a skin prick test and lo and behold, I didn't react to any of the above substances. Then he ordered a blood test and when the results came in, they said that I had absolutely no intolerance to any of the foods I'm supposed to be allergic to. I was furious and called my mother. She eventually admitted that she lied to me because she wanted me to be on a paleolithic diet and wanted me to be able to avoid all temptations. She raised me with a lie about my own health, but she keeps insisting that I try to see it from her perspective. She spams my phone with messages about how healthy I am, that I never had acne, that I've been in great shape my whole life, that I have strong teeth and bones, and even that I got onto a D1 college tennis team. She started calling me ungrateful for her intervention and insisting that I really should be glad that I never got carb addicted. I don't know what to think. I carried around an EpiPen for all those years, one that I suspect may be fake seeing as my mother never got me to replace it, and I don't even know anymore. Am I the butthole and an ungrateful son for losing it over this? 
OP, are you the butthole for getting mad at your mom for systematically lying to you for your entire life just so she could control your diets? No, OP, you get 0 out of 5 buttholes. Your mom, on the other hand, gets 3.5 out of 5 buttholes for being a manipulative liar. That was r slash am I the butthole, and if you like this content, then check out my Patreon where I publish extra mp3s that I can't publish on YouTube because they get demonetized. Also, follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcasts every single day.